It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking. I'm Scrooge McDuckin' in Opix. Welcome, fellow Uplanders, to another episode of the Upland Property Experts Podcast. I am your host, Too Stupid to Win, and as always, I'm joined by Thank Me Later, who is currently having some technical difficulties at the moment, so he will be joining us uh, shortly. We do have an exciting episode for you, and I can say that without criticism because he's not here to uh, pick on me for that, but we'll give you your weekly market updates as always, talk about the upcoming Spark Week, uh, and then we have some of our speculations on what's going on with the market and upcoming Upland events, along with will you accept that offer? We have two offers out there today to uh, break down for you, and we love the creativity of the people in Upland. We got a pretty cool uh, find out there that we'll share. Most of you have probably already seen that, but we'll get right to that. Uh, also, welcome to episode 130. This is recorded on March 7th, 2022. Um, so thank me later. Still trying to work through his stuff. Um, so... <clears throat> We'll break down the top five city floors in Upland. Man. So, Rutherford, I don't know what TM and his team's doing out there, but he definitely loves to pick up those Rutherford properties. And I, I know he had a price. When it hit a certain price, he was going to jump in on it and start buying those up. But it jumped 38.83% this week. Um, so the floor there is 68,000 up X Manhattan stayed pretty steady. San Francisco had about a 4% gain. Santa Clara is sitting number four with a 6% gain. And the Bronx was the only top five city floor that actually dropped and that dropped uh, about 5.75%. Uh, now the interesting thing is the San Francisco floor dropped and I thought it was maybe it dropped 44.83% uh, this week down to $16. So I thought maybe it was just an individual that was stuck in jail and it was sitting there or if um, somebody was just trying to unload. But actually there were a couple of properties that were under the $20 floor and under the $30 floor because it was up over $30. Um, I don't know what people are trying to get liquid for, or what people are selling uh, USD for, but definitely it just wasn't one property. Uh, I was going to throw that out if that was the case, but you have a handful of properties uh, at the $16 mark, $16.50. So it was uh, pretty crazy. And the one individual was not DVOB LM. Um, but yes, they did end up putting him in jail today. I did see that. But that was crushing the floors. Absolutely. Um, and then we look at the 30-day change for the top five cities. I did add what the prices were four weeks ago by request. Uh, people were wanting to see what the prices we were comparing it to, not just what the current price was and the percent changed over the 30 days. Um, so as you can see here, the, uh, the market is recovering, uh, especially after the 30 days when we were pretty low. Ah, welcome back. Thank me later. How are we this evening? Oh my gosh. I am doing all right now that, uh, well, whatever I'm close enough. We had some technical difficulties there, but, uh. Yeah. Now, fake property. You know, I found a couple of properties that are out there that say they're for, for sale. I don't know if it's an issue on the Tilia side, but it's just always, oops, it's an error. Um, and, and, yeah. I, and I do try to discredit the, the one-offs, but there were some at 16 16 So there, there were a couple that just wasn't like it was $30 and then $16. So that's why I kept that price in there for the San Francisco floor. Um, 
I'll back it up a slide. But I was just talking about the big drop in USD floor Ooh. price of San Francisco. Dang. That hurts a little bit. And, and still, I forgot to mention, in my opinion, once again, not financial advice. Do your own research. Read the disclaimer for the video. Um, still, your best deal is buying with U.S. dollars if you have that ability. Don't don't buy UPEX at the more at the moment go ahead and buy these secondary properties with cash absolutely um 30-day change so pretty healthy yeah not i mean i like that rutherford get it okay they're all locked okay interesting yeah I believe and if anybody was going to buy it, it would be between DJ Shorts and, and Dizzy. Uh, Dizzy. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, let's see here. And then we'll get to the bottom five city floors. Interesting. Yeah. LA. I feel like that's a pretty significant drop. Um, yeah, it's been up around $7 and it's continuously dropped on the U S dollar floor price for LA. Yeah. Now still Detroit, still steady rising, still under 5,000 UPEX on the secondary market, $3 and 30 cents on uh, the U S dollar floor. And that's steadily climbing. Uh, this week, Kansas city and Cleveland swap places. Kansas city uh, moved up to fifth place. Cleveland moved down to fourth. Uh, that's the uh, third week in a row that Cleveland's floor price has continued to fall. And Los Angeles and Cleveland saw over a 20% decrease in their U.S. dollar floor. Um, and uh, Kansas City's seen a 13% price increase this week. They've been steadily climbing over the last couple of months. Um, any thoughts or comments there on... <laughs> no, this is a compelling, we're putting together, uh, well, you know what it was, is because I heard you say this is going to be a great episode, and Thank Me Later can't say anything about it, so now I'm just going to tank the episode. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so being, I guess you are a liar. I guess so. I, I didn't think that far ahead. Yeah. No, I'm still trying. <laughs> like the, I get very flustered with technical difficulties, um, which is weird because I'm in IT. But anyway, outstanding. So man, sold out. I like I like this slide a lot. LA four dollar property is bugged. The real floor is five to six dollars. Dang, too stupid. What is going on? Man, well, I don't have time to go and try and buy all these properties and see which ones are legit. That's true. We need to do like uh, the average, like the bottom 50 or something. Like we need to take an average of the bottom, the cheapest 50 in any, in the, in the city. That could work. Yeah. We'll figure something out, but yeah. Um, So cities that are sold out, Detroit, 63%, Los Angeles, 62%, Nashville, 69%, and Kansas City, 76%. Uh, Detroit had a big jump last week. It was in the 50s. I forgot to uh, do a oh, comparison really? to last. It was like 54% or 56%. Um, but, yeah, everything's climbing. That means that a new city should be on the horizon soon. You think? Uh, I would say, oh, well, April, yeah, uh, I'm surprised, but they have been doing the announcements really late, like in the sense of, oh, hey, uh, next Thursday, there's a new city. Right. <laughs> like they used, they used to like uh, tease it out for weeks and months and contests and stuff. Yeah, you're right. Trending data and charted data, that definitely is on the list. Uh, the docket. That would be cool. Yes. Yeah, put it on the list. Yeah. Yeah, what did you your your uh, video is looking crisp today too, man? Did is you it? Upgrade your internet? Oh uh, yeah, no. At least. Nope, no upgrade yet. Man, it's looking good. Oh, good. That's good. Thanks. Uh, now, yeah, 
the market's stabilizing. Everything's starting to get back to normal. But with that sold out, with that sold out tab, that that gets you wondering what. Once you see, I don't know. I wouldn't say it's next week, but I would think it's six weeks away, roughly. Yeah, I, I think. I, again, I have no, I have no reason to suspect this, but I feel like. If I'm the Upland team, I'm looking at a 75 for like my tier three in a tier one city. Like once it starts hitting that 75% sold out, that's when I'm starting to like go, okay, maybe it's time to do something. Yeah. Once you hit that 75 mark, you you start doing your calculations and your projections with your onboarding and the sales and projected of how long you'll have available property. And at least for the longest time, you're going to want to have, you know, a tier one and a tier three available with tier two sprinkled in there too just so you have the inventory for the different types of players that you want in the game yeah i would say uh the tier twos probably not as much necessarily but yeah because i think that those will always just kind of be available uh but i think the the tier one and the tier threes are going to be the big indicators um for and again, I, I think that they just will spawn either a tier one or a tier three based on that. And I think we are if they keep pacing, I think they weren't expecting Detroit that jump up in Detroit kind of surprised me. So it'd be interesting if they were waiting for LA to sell out a little bit more before releasing another high tier city, expecting Detroit to be able to hold the the new player uh, base for a little bit, or vice versa. Like I, I'm curious how it's trending. We should try and get uh, one of the Upland team members on and, and just ask them, point out, like, hey, how's it how's it trending comparatively to where you were expecting kind of thing? Yeah, it's been a minute since we had uh, some Upland team member on, so I'll, I'll work on that, get that set up here. Yeah, make that happen. I'll make that happen. <laughs> this heat map here is Los Angeles, and it's uh, a month apart from March 3rd to April 3rd. As you can see, more stuff is starting to sell out, and it's starting to heat up. There's not as much um, green, light green. It's starting to get darker and darker and turning towards the orange. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's going about as we expected. Uh, do, you, do you see any, like, large event? Like, is there anything that would cause a true spike in activity or sellout? Um event for LA specifically? Oh, I don't know if, uh, I think they learned their lesson in San Francisco with the minting challenges and <laughs> how it forced yeah. them into new cities. Yeah. I don't, I, I really hope that they don't, um, <laughs> do any minting challenges. I really, yeah, that I'll be honest. It didn't go over well for a lot of people. Um, which is fair. Uh, so I, I hope that they don't do that, but that would be interesting to see what that would look like. I Ooh, what if they did a minting challenge? Because if you remember the last time they really did a big minting challenge. Uh, oh, thanks, DJ. DJ Shorts, I appreciate that. That's super cool. Um, <clears throat> I think the last time they did it was for Manhattan, right? Like that was like the last really big um, centric. Yeah. The minting challenges to get into the bubbles. Uh, and then they did the Mercer Manor one for the uh, blockchain hero guys. What, but that was before. Manhattan, yeah, that was before. Um, and yeah. Then, so, I mean, they did a couple because they had like no Valley and stuff as well. Um but I would say the last big one, oh, CD for cars. We got some, got a lot of cool people here. Thank yeah. God. I posted in one of the uh, the Facebook groups. So we might have some some of our Facebook friends joining us live, which is cool. Nice. Um, I so what I was going to say is I'm curious. What if, and, and I hope I don't put this into their brain. Um, what if they do a minting challenge for the rights to the first car? Ooh, 
or like related to the car, you know, the car release. Cause how are they going to do that? Like, you know, there's going to be some sort of contest, some sort of challenge for that. Right. But like, doesn't it have to be like a build challenge? Like what, what other kind of challenge could they come up with? And the only thing with minting challenges, though, it's it's the you got people that are sitting on millions of upex that they just go to town, so the rich get yeah. richer. Yeah, dizzy gets dizzier. <laughs> now I do have to say, you know, for as much as the whales are in uh, the whales that are in upland, you know, the big contest and all that, very few of the whales win those types of th- types of things, other than you know auctions where they can throw their money around. But like Top Shot, they're setting it up for you know the whales get VIP status and they're getting all kinds of uh, extra perks. So I do find that interesting. Two extremes where it's like, oh, thank you for being a whale, but we're not doing anything special to you. To Top Shots, like. We love that you're a whale and we're going to do all this cool stuff for you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's fair. But I mean, Top Shot's also doing pack drops and pulling in over a million dollars a pack drop. So. Really? Still? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good for them. And you and are you a, are you a Top Shot millionaire yet? What are you doing? I'm not a Top Shot millionaire yet. Um, my net worth is down. The market's down, but I'm still holding. It'll be okay. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's everywhere. Even in Upland, like, um, I would say the market is is soft, is, is how I would describe it. Like, uh, you know, I've been, I've been scooping up, uh, I think those block explorers from the staking event will be important to cars. All block explorers are going to be important to cars. Um all block explorers are going to have driver attributes um, and they'll all have the same like set of attributes and they're all, all going to start at zero. So the Upland team has confirmed like there's no like special anything for um, any particular block explorer having an advantage necessarily over another. However, we said it last week. I love the speculation um, it was uh, one of my fellow uh, cohorts on the the Facebooks that said, what if there was uh, some sort of experience bonus or some equivalent if you had a collection of the Block Explorer? So we have uh, the Block Explorer collections. What if there was some EXP bonus or other advantage if, uh, say, your racing team was all comprised of the same uh, collection. collection, Yeah. I think that that's a very interesting thought. I, I hope that uh, Upland uh, takes that into consideration. I would love to see something like that happen. That'd be super cool. Yeah. And here's uh, Detroit's heat map. Um, this is including the FSA properties. And then if we click on over, this is the non-FSAs. If you are outside of FSA oh, oh, ownership, you better and you want <laughs> you want some Detroit properties. You need to get there. It's turning pretty red pretty quick. Oh man, who? I wonder. I wonder who did that. Like, because it's usually if there's a big jump like that, it's it's a you know a couple of players or a new player coming in and buying up a bunch. Because I mean that's that's aggressive. Like that's a significant change. Oh, I like this idea with cars. Oh, a pit team. Yeah, I like that. Upland team, make that happen. Yeah. Um, Now, I did a comparison. This is from two weeks ago. Or no, this is from last week to this week since there was a big jump. Yeah. No, there's significantly more, more black. You can see it's just, it's. More black, darker red. I, I think the uh, the non FSA might sell out in a couple weeks at this rate. It's interesting. I wonder why that little boot. What's up with that boot uh, at the top? Yeah, I haven't well, had a chance to go look at it. Talking? But there, it's interesting on this how some of these things are 
just because um, L.A. had one of those, too, where it's like super green and just, and you're like, why is nobody touching this? And let's see here. That is. Let me see here. Uh, that is Berglasher. Let's see here. It's. And 10, it's it's nine thousand. Oh, oh! I got my calculator back. Look, I got my calculator. So it's about uh, one hundred and twenty nine up x per up square. It's not terrible. No, but I guess it's probably expensive for Detroit. Is that is that, I guess just what the issue is? It's not a collection. It's maybe it's not really a good name either. No, Berglasher. Yeah, it's 116 uh, up X per. Dang, there's some cool. You know square. what? That's always one of the things. I don't. We didn't. We uh, we hit a couple of the neighborhood names uh, with some of the other releases. I don't think I've ever like looked at some of the names of their truck. There's a neighborhood just called the Eye. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Yeah, south of six, like, like there for me, like I like the marketability of a neighborhood name. I, I think like that's really an undervalued uh, aspect when you're setting up a node is how, you know, kind of catchy and trendy is your name um, or like, you know, well-known obviously. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Now for, for as much as these cities are starting to sell out, the floors are stabilizing, they're going up in value. Um, you know, as we were talking, I was thinking about six to eight weeks and we're going to see another city drop. And everybody's got their speculation and hunches. Um, something that I was looking into is the teams that are still left from the NFL. Oh, These are the teams that don't play in the cities that you think they actually play in. Their stadiums aren't located in the cities you actually think they're in. You know, you got the Jets and the Giants. They're in East Rutherford, but they're both New York teams. The San Francisco 49ers play in Santa Clara. Um, but you have these teams right here. So the people thinking, oh, Miami's got to be a city. It just depends on if they're going to put Miami Gardens part of part of the city release because the Cardinals play in Glendale, Arizona. The Bills play in Orchard Park, New York. Everybody's like, oh, Dallas. Dallas is going to be huge, but they play in Arlington, Texas. So it, it just really depends on the release. Are they going to include these? Because the Raiders, they play in Paradise, Nevada. They're not like in downtown Las Vegas. And the New England Patriots are like, oh, Boston, but it's actually in Foxborough. And Washington Commanders, which is, you would think they're in D.C., but they're actually in Landover, Maryland. <laughs> Interesting. So, Wait, the Cardinals? I thought there was a baseball team. Yeah, the St. Louis Cardinals. They play in Arizona? The Arizona Cardinals, the football team, play in Arizona. Wait, there's an Arizona Cardinals football team and a St. Louis Cardinals baseball team? Yes. Jeez. I've never heard, like, I've legitimately never heard of the Arizona Cardinals. Like, actually. <laughs> Like I, I would have, I would have bet, uh, I would have bet easily a million upx. Like that's not a team. Like you just made that up. <laughs> like what Arizona Cardinals? There's not a football team named the Arizona Cardinals. I honestly still don't even believe it. I think that you just got that mixed up with uh, a different team. Uh huh. No a baseball team. No. Okay, I'll, I'll believe you. I don't really know the sports ball as much as you do, so. I have to take you at your word. So my next city guess is it's not going to be one of these eight teams or seven. Really? Because honestly, well, what if they released the note? Because again, your your tier one, right? Like your your tier one is kind of the the center hub. So it's like a city hub. So like. San Francisco being, uh, you know, that city hub. Foxborough is a small suburb town, like 16,000 people. Spanish off of Boston, less imp impressive than Rutherford. Yeah. Uh, so they have a couple different options, and I think that they've been kind of experimenting. I think Rutherford was a bit of an experiment um, to try and see. And then you, you saw, like, Alameda and uh, what, what else released with Alameda? Berkeley. Berkeley. 
so like we've seen a couple different patterns of like what if we just released like a niche small city that was probably going to sell out very quick or expand an existing city um, with the kind of same capacity. I think they've been experimenting on like what city release style they like um, and, and like what's probably more effective and less overhead. So, I mean, I could also see them releasing a hub and then like a small offshoot or the offshoot first, right? Like a Rutherford type deal for one of these, especially if Detroit, say Detroit just all of a sudden really starts to sell out and the FSA, um, the FSA availability just drops. I could see them potentially standing up a tier three in conjunction with one of these, maybe like Glendale, Arizona would be probably, I think that's where I was born actually. Glendale or Scottsdale? I don't. I don't remember. I was a baby. <laughs> you don't uh, know where you were born. It's either Glendale or Scottsdale. I always mix them up. One of those two. I was born in one of those two cities, uh, right outside of Phoenix. So I always told people Phoenix, and my mom would correct me, but now I can't remember what she said. Uh, but uh, where... I could see them releasing like a, a Glendale. Well, no, they've made it pretty clear it's going to be an East Coast release. Yeah. Possible, uh, B-Man Fu, B-Man, B-Man F-U, B-Man F-U, B-Man Fu says, uh, possibly satellite neighborhood or town is part of the main city. Yeah, I like that. But I like that idea. To go back to you, Rutherford was smart because with the short time frame they were working with trying to get everything out for having the different uh, stadiums for the NFLPA, Rutherford yeah. made perfect sense. Two, two teams, one city made perfect sense. Um, now with these, depending on how they release these cities, if it's a tier one, tier two, usually when you have these satellites, you're traveling to the main hub and then from that main hub to the satellites. So they're not going to make a direct link to a satellite first and then tie it back into a main hub. Well, why not? I mean, because aren't there, what's the, uh, the Hyperloop tied to? Boston doesn't the hyperloop go to Boston? The hyperloop's a big old dream. Wow. <laughs> hey now, they're an official sponsor of Upland, which means we love the hyperloop. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh really? It's not, maybe that sounds too I didn't know it was not a thing. Is it actually not a thing or is it just like still it, they're still working on it. Gotcha. It's not up and running. It, the interesting thing with Miami, Miami Gardens is on the north side of Miami. It's um, just southwest of Hollywood. So it just depends on how much of Miami they would release in itself. Hyperloop got ghosted? Dang. Yeah. What? What is it, me in college? Jeez. Just getting ghosted? No? Eh, can't win them all. I tried. Yeah, you tried. So that brings me back to, I'm thinking it's going to be something more like Tampa or Jacksonville or Charlotte. Gotcha. So all of those stadiums are in like or near the city proper. Yeah, they're in the city proper. So I, wait, so you gave us a list of the cities it's not going to be? Yes. Please tell me that there's a list of cities it could be. That's for a different episode. Oh my gosh. Ooh, <laughs> Kenny, Kenny says possibly Atlanta. I think Atlanta's falls more um, Midwest, right? Like that's more. They call it is, the is, South. Is, does, it falls Atlanta, into the oh, South. But like, does it, would Atlanta count as an East? So really there's like three. Well, there's really like three segments that I see. It's like, East Coast, West Coast, and then the middle. I think that that's how Upland's viewing it. I don't know if they've gotten like Midwest and South yet. They got those combined. Yeah, I think the middle is just kind of combined right now. Right. I don't know that there's a big enough player base to define Midwest and South, but I guess they have done like New Orleans and Nashville. Nashville. So like, I guess there is a little bit of a balance. Uh, So that would probably fall under the South region, I guess. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it could be, there, there's a lot of East Coast to you. You have Philadelphia, 
Baltimore. Um, yeah. Georgia have, is literally an eastern coast of the country. So, oh. They call it the south, but it is on the east coast. It, technicalities. Yeah. But every, Which is funny because like, I would consider Miami and Tampa east coast. Well, everybody yeah. says Florida doesn't count as a southern state, so... Yeah, Florida's like its own thing. Yeah, if you talk to anybody down south, they just say Florida's a northern state, even though, it, yeah, it's interesting. That's, you know what? That's really fair. <laughs> like it, it does, like because you kind of just go over the south uh, to get to to get to Florida. Miami would have a team and put two international airports. Ooh, on both. Ooh. I I would be shocked if the I would be shocked if the international airport for the uh, East Coast wasn't in Manhattan, like wasn't attached to New York. I, I just think it would be absolutely ludicrous. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they say Miami is AFC East. Yep. A far city East. What's AFC? Really? <laughs> Far City, uh, American Football Conference, and the National Football, Football Conference. It's the two conferences. Wait, I thought they were in the NFL. They are. That's the league. Are they in the NFL or the AFC? They're in the NFL in the AFC division. What is happening? This is why no one watches football. It's too damn confusing. Um, man, I'm not even taking that one. <laughs> <laughs> Atlanta is the biggest airport hub in the U.S. That is not true. I believe uh, it's like it's one of the biggest for yes, sure. It's top but three easy. I, I don't think like I think LAX is the biggest. Um, Chicago is huge. Uh, I think I thought it was like JFK, LAX, ORD. Atlanta. Those are definitely like top fives. Yeah. Uh, San Francisco was international, but LA is too IRL. Miami is international. Speculation is my favorite. Okay. So yeah, that's fair. I mean, San Francisco definitely will have international because, spoiler, those moons, they've already put those properties there um, years ago. So um, San Francisco will definitely be the first international terminals launched because they're already there. So from the from the Stratos Jet dot uh, com, they have the top five busiest airports in the United States. Atlanta International yeah. is number one with fifty three point four million passengers. LAX yeah. at forty two point eight. Chicago O'Hare at forty point eight. Dallas Fort Worth at thirty five point seven, and Denver at thirty three point six. Wow. Tip of the hat to you, Kenny. Uh, that was a shock. Me, I, I did not realize that Atlanta had taken the number one spot. Yeah, good to know. Yeah, so it could be anywhere on the East Coast, but I, I would think it would be more of a tier two. Um, and, and you do still have Queens that's out there. Um, and somebody, somebody was saying, uh, said Boogie was saying that. Long Island is searchable in the game. I have not verified it, but it was searchable at least for a day. And he said he was the first one to call that it was Long Island. Well, that was the first post I'd seen anywhere about it, but supposedly mm-hmm. Long Island addresses. Searchable, searchable in what sense? Um, in the search, in the Upland like search the, properties. I mean, you can do that. Like I... I've definitely put in addresses that have taken me to unreleased properties, like unreleased cities and stuff, like just like outside the bounds. Like you can already, you can definitely do that. Okay. So I don't know if that's what it is. It ain't more. (laughs) More cheese feels very passionate. It ain't going to be Queens. (laughs) Long. I wait. Long Island. Long Schmiland. More cheese. That's <laughs> what is going on? I thought I thought more cheese might have been having a stroke. I was concerned what was happening there. 
<laughs> ah, either way, it will be interesting. Putting them 20, 20 up X, 20 up X. Woohoo. 20, I'll take that action. I'll take that action. If, uh, if it's, if it is Queens, you have to go visit one of my properties and I shall shame you publicly for doing so. And, uh, if it is not Queens, I will go visit one of your properties and you can shame me publicly, I suppose. Yeah. So where, where do you think the next city release is coming? You got an estimate on it? Well, now I got money on Queens. Yeah. I got a, but how far out? I mean, so it's gotta be Queens. Now I'm going to go talk to Dirk and Edon right after this and be like, um, spoiler, if you don't make Queens, I'm out 20 up X. Um, and the pride of having to go find one of more cheese's properties. So. <sighs> be Queens. All right. Priorities. Ooh, look at this. So I got I spark my- week coming up. Yeah. I like that. Going to be more hate and discontent around the treasure hunting. Um, <laughs> so they did, uh, the top spark holders, if you were curious, who's holding the top spark in Upland before they have the ability to add more to their collection, is M Motors has 65 spark. So what are you right? What did we say a spark cost? Like 600 bucks? Yeah, give or take. Yeah, they sell the one for 460 but it costs about 600 bucks because there's always so few of the one full spark to buy. Yeah. Like forty grand, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm curious what that actually looks like. Um, you know, what kind of of deal and partnership? How does that work? If there is, you know, did M Motors pay to be a part of Upland? Did Upland pay M Motors? Is it just like a mutually beneficial deal? Uh, as far as I know, there has not been any um, like information around the the business relationship jfk first international place here probably yep i I think the first international we'll see is is the asia honestly so do you find it surprising that two top spark holders are m motors and nflpa no the the, what i find surprising is that the next that this spark week abdul is going to have more spark (laughs) than the nflpa that's what i find (laughs) shocking Um, (laughs) um, yeah, so I'm curious to see this and like who the heck is East zero and VT hooky hokey, Virginia tech hokey, Virginia techs, the hokies. So somebody probably went to Virginia tech and graduated in 2008. Wow. Look at that. Look at that slew thing. (laughs) Uh, and our boy Dizzy, woo woo, holding it down. Um, but like, it's interesting. I mean, outside of Dizzy and uh, oh, hey, Gobby, crushing it. Yeah, good for you, Gobby. Get it. What will the Upland Bureau be? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. A visitor worth nine million net worth. Yeah, that's just interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Upland Bureau still don't know. Um, yeah, I think that these are interesting numbers. It's good to see. And it's interesting because, again, like, to me, there's a lot of names that I don't recognize up here that are absolutely crushing the spark game. Um, and that's really cool. I think it, it's its own market. It's a completely different, in my mind, it's a completely different game um, than the traditional property game. And it's really valid and very strong. You have so much flexibility if you leverage your spark to – so you buy a property in uh, Detroit, wherever, really, and you put a property on it, like you immediately have equity. And the thing is, because the price of Spark fluctuates, like you can kind of build in um, speculation. So it's really interesting, like the whole idea of renting the Spark and then having properties with um, buildings on it like when the spark is cheap, right? Those the value kind of drops. Like, oh, a small townhouse is like, you know, thirty thousand upex. But imagine when spark prices go up, 
And then all of a sudden that small townhouse is worth 50,000. Like that's really interesting to me of like being able to invest a commodity like Spark to actively build your your portfolio outside of just gaining interest, right? You're you're building assets that can appreciate or honestly depreciate depending on the cost of Spark. So I, I think it's a really cool game. As per Icarus, you need above, wow, you need above 10.7 to be in top. I'm not even top 100. Wow. Ooh. Time to buy some Spark. Yeah. I, well, Spark Week's coming up. I guess I'm dropping some money. Or you can go uh, treasure hunt. They have the new rewards out for the different tiers. Currently, there's no tier three treasure hunting city in Upland right now. But you know, go to go to your treasure hunting cities for your spark rewards. And of course, the higher the reward, the more people hunting. Now is this so? Now is this um, with the the fire the riot mode, or is this just normal? Normal. So in Chicago. Correct me if I'm wrong on this. In Chicago, if it was riot mode and someone got this spark chest, they would get 60.6 spark. Is that true? Um, I don't know. Man. I think so. TML, get your chief. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I do need, man, I've been slacking on that. And, the and they did change that, though, is it's not automatic now for you making the transition during Spark Week. The team's going to review it and make sure it's legit and honest, and then they'll award it at the end of the week. Well, and I think I read that the chief executive award now is just always given. Like, yeah. you don't act, it doesn't need to be Spark Week. The, the smaller ones do, um, but, and I think, like, the executive one is is like less than what it is in spark week. But I, I was just reading actually like in the actual like app, you can see the different reward levels. And I think it even says like for the lower ones, it's like, Hey, you might have this opportunity to get more spark during spark week and chief executive. It's like, if you're, if you got six figures in, wow. Dang. With riot mode, Chicago, yeah, 0. 0.6 nice. Spark Globe. That's that is crazy. Nice. So I mean, again, like those people who invested. I mean, we were talking about it for a while. People building out the uh, their treasure hunt for Chicago specifically. I feel uh, like I missed out there. Yeah. Oh, current Spark reward. Oh, okay, so current Spark rewards for executive is set to one Spark. And then the chief executive is two sparks. And it says that in there. Da, 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 so you're guaranteed director. You're guaranteed a half at a director. Now at pro, it says uh, you may also be eligible for a spark reward when you level up, when special level up promotions are run. So at the pro level, it looks like it's only uh, spark week. At director, you get a half. At executive, you get one. At chief executive, you get two. I don't know if those are higher numbers um, with Spark Week. I'd have to check it out, but that's in the game. Yeah. Ooh, what's this? So they changed the rules to Alcatraz a little. Yeah. And... um... Basically, they'll be updating some of the restrictions for players in Alcatraz. From now on, players in Alcatraz can no longer mint, buy, or sell properties, earn or stake, spark, or start constructions now. Because people were just going there and like, okay, you put me here, now what? I can still do all this stuff. Wow. I, You know what? Yes, yes. Thank you, Upland. Honestly, like... It's gonna. It sucks because on there, there are now with their automation stuff. Like I know people have been sent to Alcatraz um, without kind of notification because there's a bit of automation to it. But again, for for players who aren't who are legitimately not doing anything even remotely sketchy, you should be at zero risk of going to Alcatraz. If you're doing something that's possibly sketchy, 
even if it's well within the terms of the game, like, and you get sent, it's just like, eh. The, the, the algorithms that they're running, like, aren't just throwing random people in jail. Like, you have to hit certain thresholds that, you know, trigger, uh, you know, the, those kind of actions. I love this. What, what do you think? What's this picture yeah. of? Like, are these people like, what did you just <laughs> those, like, random ass explore? <laughs> no, those are actual uh, block explorers of people that are in Alcatraz. And I did think it's funny that Pete, that's right there. That looks like the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Pirates baseball team logo. And yeah. then uh, that, that one looks like a bibbing ripoff, even though they threw a hat on it and cash in its mouth. Um, and then some of them were just normal block explorers because I was having a hard time finding some custom-made ones, but yeah. Yeah. So I just grabbed a picture of Alcatraz and some block explorers and threw them in there. Nice. I, I'm i excited for this. Like, I think this is good. I I, I really, I mean, because that, that essentially means your account is locked. Yeah. Right? I find it interesting that they just kind of slipped it into the Spark Week announcement in, in the article about Spark Week. I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're like, oh, what? So now you go to jail. Like, your accounts, that, is there anything you can do? I guess not. No. Right? Like, I'm just trying to think, like, is there any action or is, like, the account actually locked? So you can't mint can't buy you can't sell you can't earn or stake spark so you can't build on anybody else's property you can't start a building of your own you're pretty much done until you pay your penalty wow good on them uh boulders asks uh, can people in jail send themselves out no no you can't you definitely can't do that you're 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 in alcatraz now we have had at least in the past which i i don't know it was kind of funny like you would see, because uh, they get the J, right? Yeah. You get, and so you'd see them floating around, um, like a different, like in Upland, and be like, "Hey, we have an escaped convict <laughs> in in, uh, in Upland." So that happened a couple times, but no, like you you can't, like you're stuck there. Um, which again, I, I like a lot. Um, that's interesting. I wouldn't even mind, like. Okay, how about this? Is it would it be too extreme for them to have a permanent mark on their account? Like like so, a record. Like like I want to be out of check and again, like that like not immediately because again, like they they have an automation that puts you in jail and then there's an investigation that happens, right? We will go with the innocent till proven guilty even though like you're going to go to jail, like you're going to get arrested. Um, but then hopefully you get your day in court and support will look at your ticket and go, oh, yeah, our bad. You're right. Or they go, no, this is this is messed up. I would love to see a rap sheet. I would love to see this account was tagged for multi-accounting. Here's the charges against them. Here's the penalty or the time that they served. Like, And that's just on that account forever. Like, I want to know who I'm doing business with. Because honestly, like we we used to have that blacklist, and it just got too out of control because so many people yeah. were getting sent to Alcatraz. But like, I don't necessarily. I want to be able to decide if I want to do business with somebody who has been previously, you know, caught scamming the system. Like, I don't. I don't really want to give them any business. I I would definitely take a look at that. Handcuff badge? <laughs> no, 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 no. A badge. A badge. No. <laughs> yes, a badge. Because you, because I'd like to see you throw yourself in Alcatraz just to get the badge because you would right. do that. <laughs> I would. I'd be like, I'm going to go get a jaywalking ticket just to, just to get this badge. Day in court, but it takes like a week for them uh, to review and the automated system is kind of dumb. Yeah. I mean, I'm not necessarily going to disagree with that. Um, if you're doing things like buying and selling the same property back and forth between the same players, if you are consistently selling properties at like one up X or, or some stuff like any of that, that's like kind of shady, like it's necessary. Like there's always times like, I mean, I've done some stuff that it's just like, this is just how you have to operate in the game right now. But if you're doing that at such a level that you get flagged, 
um, for suspicious activity, like uh, don't don't do that. <laughs> like be be um, you know what's the not diligent? What's it when you like just do a little bit? You like use it sparingly. Like like don't don't go crazy with it. And again, like especially like same people leniency leniency maybe yeah. Maybe TMS with it. I'd just like to see a counter on Alcatraz so you know how many people are actually there. It just says imprisoned or whatever and just has a count over Alcatraz Island so you know. Yeah, or, and again, like, I really would like a more permanent way to, like, see, or, like, again, here's a list of all the people in Alcatraz, right? Right. Um, Here, Here's the people there. that have been convicted. You know, not just they went to Alcatraz because... You know, you don't want to just label everybody that's been there because some people are innocent and they prove their case and they get out free. Yeah, and maybe that's and, and you know what uh, I mean. Mid Mount oh Mountain Dew me sixty I got I got that Mountain Dew Dew me sixty I think that that's a fair point because of the review system takes so long. Like, uh, I'm trying to think like what would be a fair middle ground of like okay you're in Alcatraz so you can't sell properties or stake spark but can you buy properties like like I don't know it feels like maybe maybe you give like less restriction because it's like hey you're in jail so you're all of your assets are frozen right so you can't stake spark, you can't sell properties. But if you are like, well, I'm, I really want to buy these properties, like, because I'm trying to think of like what would be, like, if you got incorrectly jailed, what would be the worst case negative impact to you? And the worst case negative impact to you would be you wanted to go buy a property, so a property came up for sale and you couldn't buy it. Um, so I feel like maybe they should allow buying of a property while in jail until, but like once you're convicted, like once they've reviewed your case and they're like, nope, you, you're shady, whoop, everything gets locked down. What do you, what do you think about that? Uh, mm, nope. Yeah. I, I just realized you don't want to do that because then that's how they could get their UPEX out off the account. Like yeah, they could go give it to their friend. Yeah. Yep. There's always what a way if, around it. Okay, this is getting way too convoluted, but what if your current UPEX pool gets locked, but you can still buy more UPEX and use the bot UPEX? Ooh. I got you out by mistake during a city release. It was painful. Damn. Mountain Dew, I, I that that does suck. I'm curious. Uh, it, maybe, one, maybe you should come on live if you want one time. We could talk about that experience like, what happened? What did you do to trigger that, you know, the, the automation to maybe help prevent other players? Like, hey, you know, these are the kind of activities that these bots are looking for. Not to circumvent the the bots, because that's not the intention, uh, but it would be more like, hey, really be careful doing these kind of transactions because they're going to get flagged and you could end up in jail of no fault of your own. Yeah. So I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Are you ready for the next segment? Will you accept that offer? Woo! Yeah. Show me them deals. All right. Don't forget to send us your deals if you want us to break down a trade and let us know if you accepted it or rejected it, or let us know if you just want our opinion. Uh, send me DMs. Uh, send too stupid to win the DMs on Discord, and uh, we'll get it on the show and we'll break it down for you. So this one is. The individual is offering their property, which is a Los Angeles property that's just in the Los Angeles collection. Mint price is 21000 UPEX. It's in the Selmar neighborhood, and it has no building on it. And they want to trade that for somebody's Marble Hill Manhattan collection. And that was a... 8,930 OPEX mint. And that's just in the New Yorker collection. I thought we weren't doing obviously bad deals anymore. 
This is obviously a bad deal. What am I missing? Nothing. Marble Hill is a is a super like interesting area. Like I, I don't know what the minimum I don't know what the floor is there, but it's crazy, I'm sure. And uh it's got a building on it. And uh, he's gonna trade a random uh LA property for it. Seems like a troll offer, honestly. Let's see, two twenty one thousand. Like I mean, it's not even that much difference in, in value. No. no. Boo. No. So Marble Hill is Yeah. Because Marble Hill is the special like the special edition um neighborhood, right? Right. That came out with the uh the Ukraine like people like oh my gosh, I don't even know. Don't remind me that I paid five hundred bucks <laughs> for a freaking twenty dollar property. Oh my gosh! Whatever it was to help, it was for a good cause. Um, glad I could help out, but jeez, <laughs> I did not I did not sit well with me. Honestly, it still gives me a little bit of heartburn. All right, so I'm you- gonna do. So I've been doing a lot of. Um, I've been doing a lot of block explorer buying. I think I spent uh, well over a million UPEX this week on Block Explorers. Um, I just did a deal this morning for like 470000 for for a bunch of Block Explorers. So I'm curious what uh, – uh, I got to do some – get some Block Explorers. Like what do you value the uh, the Ukraine uh, heart at? I'm, like what I have no idea what the Block Explorers – I haven't been playing in that market, so you're like – you're the person that I'd ask about Block Explorers. The floor of Marble Hill, Hill is uh, 280,000 OPEX. Yeah. Or, yeah, 280,000 with 150 total properties in the neighborhood. Gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I was buying. Well, because, like, for me, I, I'm collecting a lot of the uh, the Heart Explorers. So, the In Love, the, the, the couple of Valentine ones. The Ukraine heart, um, because honestly, again, I, I'm like, I'm going to create uh, like a, a heart racing team. Uh, I was trying to think of a clever, the only real, like, well, I know, I actually know probably more NASCAR drivers than I do football players, but like uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. So I was going to make like a, a Miles Hart Earnhardt, uh, <laughs> like Miles Earnhardt. Oh, Sparkheart? Anyway, I'm trying too hard. But somehow incorporate the, the a pun on Dale Earnhardt racing team, but with Carhartt? That's a thing, isn't it? Isn't Carhartt a thing? I don't know yeah. what it is. Uh, but if you don't succeed with your first troll offer, you send an even worse one. <laughs> Wait, so is this the same person? Same person. So they got rejected on the first offer. So they said, "All right, I'll send you a property for a Brooklyn so property." Why did they send it to us? Like, why? Why did they send it to you? Like, why is this person rejecting my offer? Like, <laughs> are they trying to justify? Are they like, "Hey, look at this awesome troll offer I sent"? Yeah, I just thought Our this one was was funny. Oh, so hilarious! You know what's hilarious is trolling people no it's not it's not funny at all not funny at all don't do it don't do it it's just bad oh i'm so glad you put this in oh this is probably my favorite thing that's happened in upland this week like actually can we get a zoom in on that what are you doing that you didn't even like crop this this is horrible it was i was like oh crap i gotta get this in and then i had some screenshots of it myself and then it, yeah. it was just, just ran out of time no um yeah so nft me i i don't know any other way to say it than they've changed the game like yes to me the moment i saw this it, he actually sent me a screenshot um privately at first uh, and I think it was that bottom right corner one. And I thought it was like 
I thought there was a new corporation or something coming to Upland <laughs> because it was so unique. I was like, oh shit, what's this this new building like? And then like I it, he show, showed me the other screenshots and it came. I was like, holy cow! Like mind blown. This because like uh, to be fair, MTU or uh, yeah, Midtown Ter- what yeah. Midtown Terrace, they like spelled out like using different colors, like MTU or their initials. I was like, okay, yeah, like that's pretty cool because you own it. But like, this dude built a circle. Like, I know it's so dumb when you say it. Like, it's such an obvious thing, but holy cow. Like, if you haven't seen it, go to. Uh, 12908 Desmond Street in Los Angeles, California, and that gets you into the area. NFT Me has the properties right there on uh, both sides of the street. And, uh, and Oh, he's bought a lot more. Yeah. So he, he, he hired uh, FSA buyers, so he showed me his map, and he's expanding. He's got, like, a design. I was like, dude, this is insane. This is so cool. Like, I honestly don't know how we've gone. How long has buildings been out? Are, are we at a year with buildings yet? I'd have to look that up. But it's been months, but, right? And again, people have done some clever things, and there's been some, like, wacky off-center and some other, like, backward, sideways. Yeah, like, there's, but this person took the seven properties that border two streets and made a circle. So it's like kind of like a Stonehenge, the Stonehenge of Upland. Upland Stonehenge is exactly like that is exactly what I was thinking too. I was like, and it won't look like Stonehenge once it's complete, um, which is is funny. Like I would almost just put like the minimum amount of spark just to keep it that design, and then just like destroy them. I mean, that'd be such a waste <laughs> uh, before they're built. But like, what an incredible concept! Um, and again, he's got like designs for like the rest of of that area, and I was like. Holy cow! I got some blocks of of properties. I know that you know that wandering TM down there has got blocks of properties. You could do some crazy stuff on. Um, so, I, again, to me, game changer. Like it's one of those things. Again, you see it. It's so simple. It's so obvious in hindsight. But as far as I know, he's the first one I've ever seen do something like this. Like. It's so outside the box because everyone, like, again, you're either trying to, like, line it up perfectly or you're you're just throwing it on or you're doing it backwards or whatever. But to strategically place this many properties to create a shape that otherwise just in the real world wouldn't even make any damn sense. No. You would never build... You would never build a set of townhouses all facing each other. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's nonsense. But it's such a cool... And especially when you consider, like, you'll be going over it, you know, from just a view perspective, it's it draws you in. Um, uh, I can't I can't tell you how glad I am that you put this in here because it was absolutely my favorite thing um, that happened in Upland this week, and and just absolute massive kudos to NFT me um, changing the game. I feel like we need like a game changer award. I might uh, I might ma- figure out a way to make that happen. Like boom, game changer! Like, dude, you get you get an award for this. This is super cool. Absolutely. So definitely check it out, and I might help. I might help with that build. You know what? I might too. I might just do that. <laughs> yeah, um, that's so cool. So how's the wiki going? The wiki is chugging along. I was actually just thinking that because I was like, oh, I, I paid. I got some like premium support. Um, it was super expensive uh, <laughs> to try and help me with some some stuff. We're trying to get some of the social elements up. Um, I, I think it's lost a tiny, if I'm being fair, it's probably lost a tiny bit of momentum um, from where it was. But there is so much great content being created. Um, lots of people still contributing. Uh, we have again a Facebook page. I'm going to do some more, um, uh, like 
advertising and, and there's a couple other big like spark providers and a couple especially now with the racing so we haven't updated it at all um with some of the racing stuff but people are putting together racing you know proposed racing tracks and proposed racing teams and car clubs and and all kinds of stuff that uh, we really want to make sure that we capture and give all of these really cool uh, you know groups an opportunity to kind of say hey this is our story. This is what we're trying to do. Um, this is going to be our impact on Upland. Uh, and, and really, that's that's what w- the wiki is a lot about, is tracking all of those great community projects, educating new players, um, all that good, good fun stuff. Nice. Uh, you got anything else? Use Twitter. There is. So there is Twitter. So we do have a Twitter uh, so TM says Facebook sucks. Use Twitter. I, I agree. Um, Facebook is, uh, it's a different medium. It's interesting. Um, and, uh, yeah, the Twitter is, uh, I think it's just up on wiki. Yeah. So definitely go check those out. Um, follow us on Twitter. Make sure you're liking and subscribing to our YouTube channel. Find us on Facebook or whatever medium that you like to get your updates for, upland and the podcast show and we do have a page on there definitely like that page and be a follower of that page also until next week um we do have some content coming out working on some videos instructional videos for beginners and then we're also doing a learning series that's uh breaking it down for simplicity purposes too um got some great interviews coming up here over the next couple weeks next week uh, I got to talk to thank me later, but we're going to try and do the show on Tuesday night because I'll be headed to Atlanta to hang out with my uh, dog friends for all that golf tournament and all what? that fun You're stuff. You're abandoning Upland for those mutts. Absolutely. So yeah, I don't blame you. Sounds uh, like it's going to be a blast, honestly. Look, it's been cold. Next week, it's going to be 80 degrees and sunny down there while I'm there. So I, I definitely need some warm weather to enjoy and probably fry myself on the golf course. And I'm a pretty good beer drinker and golf cart driver. Um, the actual golfing aspect, not so much. But it should be a good yeah. time. My wife and I are getting away. Uh, excited to have that time, too. So it, it should be a good time. So... We won't be on next Thursday, but coming up, we do have a couple of nice interviews you'll be surprised with. So You know what? Maybe I'll just do my own thing. Maybe I'll do a, a thank me later, uh, ask me anything. There you go. Go for it. I wouldn't know how to publish it. Oh, with co-host TM? No, no one would watch that. Co-host Mindex, maybe. <laughs> hmm? There you go. But definitely next week will be a little different schedule. Uh, we'll have an early podcast. Thank me later. Might do something uh, by himself on uh, Thursday. You never know. Well, I mean, I'm probably, let's be honest, I'm probably going to do something by myself Thursday either way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. All right. I think with that. Hey, I got it. I got it in right before the closing. Call that. It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking, I'm Scrooge McDuckin' in Opix.